Welcome back, everybody, to Flyover Sports. It's good to be back. Uh, it's, we're all we're uh, here after a Thanksgiving uh, break, if you will. Um, we are down one member. Our condolences go out to Mr. Drew. He said he was sick. Uh, we're really looking forward to it. He went to Lincoln this uh, over break and watched the Hawks hang on to, to beat the Huskers. Uh, but uh, we'll just have to go on with Adam, but of course, Nate is here and Jacob is here. I can say hi. Hello. Howdy. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're here to talk uh, basically state of the flyover union. We're going to have lots of topics today and uh, we hope you enjoy them. We're going to dive right in. Uh, Nate and Jacob, I want to hear about your guys' uh, Thanksgiving. So uh, go ahead, uh, whichever. Whoever go ahead, Jacob. Go first. Um, you know, mine was kind of your, your standard Thanksgiving. Uh, I had one with my family. I had one with my wife's family. Um, I did, uh, get the opportunity to, you know, watch the Iowa game. Um, watched, uh, actually a lot of the Iowa state game, watched Alabama lose, which was phenomenal and also decorated some Christmas cookies too. So I don't know what oh. your take is. What's your take is on when Christmas season starts? Um, as far as me, I've always held the belief that it's right after Thanksgiving. So Black Friday officially kicks off Christmas season for me. So, and I love Christmas, big into it. So, mm. yeah, I, I'm just, I, I couldn't be happier. Couldn't be a happier time of the year. <laughs> the jolly man. Yeah. I, yes. Uh... I agree with you. I, um, you know, I think I go mostly by the advent calendar. So, um, <laughs> whenever that starts, I couldn't tell you uh, four weeks. <laughs> so yeah, I think that'd be black Friday. Like you said, yeah. yeah. Bond day Friday is what it's <laughs> referred to. <laughs> oh yeah. I know. I kind of feel the same. I, I was December 1st guy for a little while, but now black Friday would, we can turn the page on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, same here. Uh, we just had the one Thanksgiving. We can only only pick one holiday to. So we uh, hosted this year. So that was fun. Did uh, you uh, make the food? Smoke, uh, yes. Uh, smoked oh, the turkey. Wow. Yeah. Um, which was fun. Turkeys. I always grew up with this um, thought that turkeys took like ten hours to cook. I don't, no. I don't know why why I thought that. No, I thought that that and uh, but I mean it took like three hours, and mm. it's just like a bigger chicken, really. I yeah, I don't know. So I don't know why I thought that, but tastes the same, <laughs> it, right? It, yeah. I also <laughs> i i have had that same kind of um, what do you call it? bias, foul bias, I guess. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I also had some smoked turkey, the best turkey I've ever had. So mm. by far my favorite way of it being cooked. And I'm a dark meat guy myself anyway, so I like like a little moist. Right. Um, but mm. this the smoked turkey, way to go for sure. I think a lot of people just don't know how to cook a turkey. It's typically dry. I, I would like to um deep that fry one or whatever. I'd like to drop one into those fryers. I That's think I'm going oh, to start doing that. I've done that. Um, I well, I, my family has done that. And I will say it it's good. I think the smoked is better, but it lends itself to some great uh, King of the Hill-esque where you stand around and just <laughs> drink and watch the fryer. So, <laughs> yes, it is good. It's dangerous. But if you know what you're doing, you're all right. Um, other than that, it was, it was good. Hosting is great. Cause you're home, you're still home. Um, and there's leftovers, but the downside is there's still leftovers and I'm just over it at this point, but yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, I tried to, on the drive home from our Thanksgiving, I tried to convince my wife that I think in the future we're going to start hosting. Uh, I'm really excited for it. Like I said, I think I'm going to buy a fat fry. I don't think I'm going to buy a smoker. Um, just, I don't know. It's just not my thing. Uh, I have other things. Um, just smoking meat is not one of them. More power to you, Nate. Uh, you should <laughs> ship me some. Can ship you do you that? Some, some meats. Can you like? Do you have yeah, one of those like uh, vacuum like, sealers? You know, like a I do. Like a 
<laughs> yeah, I do. It also goes for like some deer sticks. I don't know if you smoke those or I don't know how to make those, but nah, you're better luck up there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, but yeah, my uh, you know my Thanksgiving was good. Good food. Um, I watched. Uh, I really liked the NFL slate of games. Um, I love watching the Lions every Thanksgiving. Uh, it's always entertaining. They are rarely successful, and that's kind of the fun of it is seeing how they will become unsuccessful. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so um, yeah, the, you know the Detroit Lions have only won like one playoff game since like 1958. Can you guys believe that? Yeah, it's bad. Wow. Uh, it's, you know, the NFL is better when they're better, and it just is a big bummer. But, uh, yeah, I uh, pretty traditional meal. And, um, yeah, just really enjoyed uh, my time away from work and ready to get back at it. Mm. Like you said, uh, Jacob, I'm curious that to hear that you decorated uh, Christmas cookies. Yes. Um, like you did yeah. the frosting, you did the baking. Say a little um, bit more. Okay. Um, so I'll give you a little insight. Uh, my uh, sister-in-law, uh, we we were up north, um, and as soon as I got there, they were like making homemade frosting, and they'd already made the cookie cookies and stuff, and mm. they put it in like bottles. And so I was left with just these like blank, you know, dough colored shapes that oh, you could kind of you could kind of tell yeah you could tell what they were supposed to be i like to put my own spin on it so instead of a light bulb i made a, a hand grenade um <laughs> it actually turned out really well too much quality um, for you <laughs> yeah i uh there was a stocking i made it into your standard uh white nike play more <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, it was it was a lot more fun than I what I thought it was going to be. I because my wife likes to make me do Hallmark ish stuff. Mm. Like I had to carve a pumpkin, and then I was like, I gotta do Christmas cookies. <laughs> but uh, Made it you into know, an IUD. Uh, what well, <laughs> I mean, you know, th- you know what the old adage is: uh, booze makes things more tolerable. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah, that mm. old maxim. Um, mm. so a little craft juice, yeah, it's a liquid inspiration. <laughs> well, thanks. All right, like I said, uh, we're gonna give a state of the union on flyover country. Now, as we head into conference championship weekend, uh, we head into uh, playoff implications for the NFL. Uh, college basketball is um, heading out of their uh, you know, warm weather tournaments and into you know, the real meat of the season. So lots to discuss. The first thing I'd like to talk about is the Iowa Hawkeyes and the Nebraska Cornhuskers faced off on Friday for the last time for a few years um, due to a, really a, a strange story. Um, but uh, first I want to hear um, from you, Nate. Uh, I know you watched most of the game. What are your takeaways about each team? What is the identity of the Huskers and the Hawks? Boy, um, I think Iowa has – they show these flashes of potential, I think, and you saw that in the first half. Um, then it just – they really got out of out of sync in the second half, but I think, you know, the better team prevailed there. Um, boy, having a good college kicker is mm. – it's so money. That'll, that'll win you some games. So um, I thought thought that was great. Um uh, the Nebraska side, I think, you know, they show some flashes of, you know, the Scott Frost offense that they want to have. Uh, but, you know, on the offensive defensive line, they just can't hang with the the better lines. And I think you've, you've seen that throughout the year. Uh, uh, Jacob, you watched the game as well. What are your takeaways uh, since you're a big Hawk fan? Um, it, it just – I think we just get out poached uh offensively in the second half um and usually you know like with this nebraska game um that we usually we're doing something right in the first half and so it's we're not going to go in and change anything but on the flip side 
other teams are, you know, kind of countering what we're doing and we just maintain what we're doing and they adjust and we don't. Um, so I think that definitely needs to change. I think it's just kind of the same thing in Iowa basketball, even where, you know, that there's going to be that four minute lull in the second half. So I don't know what the <laughs> epidemic is at, within the Iowa athletic department, but we, we clearly get out coached in the second half. Um, but we just kind of find a way to do just enough. Um, so that's frustrating, you know, am I happy that we won? Of course. Um, but would I have liked it to have been, you know, 56 to 17? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Should have been. At what so, point were you, were you, uh, I wouldn't say thought, think you were going to lose. When did you start getting a little worried, though? I was, I was the worried whole, right the whole time. No, right at the end of the second half. The first half, I was pretty calm, but when we got the ball, we had, I mean, it wasn't a huge amount of time, like twenty-five seconds or something. Now, granted, we didn't have any timeouts, smart plays, take a knee, but like, let's let's try something. Right. You know, try some out routes. You got you got Duncan. Let's try to get in the field goal range. Well, we don't. So I I thought we were going to end up trying to play for overtime. Um, that's when I really started to get upset. Um, but you know, had some interesting calls along the way. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's good. That's a good segue into my story. So. Um, I'm not sure who all listens to this, but this is potential to hurt people's feelings, but that's okay. <laughs> My favorite. So, um, so um, like you mentioned, Jacob, I had, I had two Thanksgivings and um, my second was on Friday and um, it was to watch the Iowa game. Now um, my in-laws, this is where I went, are um, rabid Hawkeye fans. And, they're the type of fans that think that every year the that the national title is on the line. And beyond that, they think that every game um, the national title is on the line. So to say that the room was amped up is a understatement. So uh, yeah. <laughs> the game the game kicks off, and uh, full disclosure, I have the Hawks to cover um, minus four and a half. So. The Hawks win by a touchdown. That would be just great for everybody in the room. That's really what I was cheering for because um, I know that the Hawks are much better than the Huskers. So I told the, the fans that going into it. The first thing I noticed is that my um, grandfather-in-law uh, likes to call Ferentz Frentz. Now, I, don't ah. know he, I don't know if he doesn't know his name or he – just thinks it's like an Irish pronunciation or I don't know. But uh, the whole game, it's like, well, ah, I'll never be happy with friends back there. I also wasn't sure which Ferentz he was talking about. Maybe there is a guy named Frentz that I am missing. <laughs> so that was most of the game. Uh, then next. Um, a uh, chicken mustard Ferentz. Um <laughs> When the Hawkeyes were rolling, everything in the room was really good. Uh, people were like, oh, you know, Huskers are terrible. And, you know, but um, the start of the second half and Stanley is not throwing the ball well. No. This is when um, these people get uh, just irrational. Every every hit out of bounds is, oh, there's a flag. Gosh, I can't, I can't believe they never call flags. Ah! And you can just – and. You know, every uh, every pass is pass interference. Oh, they held him. Ah! Every uh, Martinez run is, oh, they're holding him on every play. And uh, just that level of contempt is really hard to deal with. I mean, there's a level of variance. And then uh, there's another one, another moment where, like, um, one of the Nebraska guys got drilled, and they're like, oh, take him out of the game. And I casually <laughs> said, I was like, oh, yeah, let's – Ruin the lives of 20 year olds. Put them in a body bag, Johnny. <laughs> they I kept coming back to that joke. They really didn't they really didn't find this funny. <laughs> hilarious. It's like every time a player would go down, I was like, Oh, I hope he lost his scholarship. 
<laughs> and then um just as the game went on uh i started to get really bitter too because it was pretty obvious that france was playing for the field goal to win it, <laughs> Damn it and that was not going to cover the final number um the hawks are uh, a really well-disciplined team with um about as conservative as a team as you can be uh, taking no chances and they're really tough to watch. Uh, they should be careful about who they match up against in the bowl game, because if it's someone who can um, throw the ball with explosive plays, uh, they'll be in big trouble. Meanwhile, the Huskers, um, I was talking about this, their preseason win total was uh, nine wins, eight and a half, nine wins. And my biggest regret is to not bet the under, um, they're five and seven. Uh, I think this officially does it. The Huskers are in a new era, and that new era is to be irrelevant. Your thoughts? No, I think they've been in that era for a long time. I think people just like to talk about them because it kind of stirs the pot. It's a big fan base. They want something to be excited about, so you, you dangle that carrot in front of them, and they get all excited, and you're on their good side, and then they'll eventually – poop it away themselves oh and this isn't breaking news but uh i think it's worth pointing out that joe burrow really wanted to go to nebraska and they passed on him and now he's gonna win the heisman at lsu and likely a national championship that's so great it really is his hmm. uh, scott frost quote was well is he better than what we have now yes <laughs> i don't know Adrian was on a lot of uh, Heisman lists. I'm sure he'll be up there next year. Why not? <laughs> I, I, well, and Kenton, you mentioned taking a little break from playing this, and I think it's good. I think it kind of goes that same argument about the Cyhawk series can be recycled here. You know, what benefit does, speaking from Iowa, have in playing them? Okay, well, Jacob, <laughs> if you're in that argument, you're going to have no one left to play. I know. You can't beat up on Northwestern Illinois then. It's like, oh, well, we, what, what we used can't... to playing Northwestern Illinois? It's like, yeah, I agree. What's the use of playing Maryland? We, we can't beat up on Northwestern. You might as well just book like Oklahoma, USC, Alabama, Florida in like consecutive weeks. I'm saying I'm fine with it taking a little a little break. Oh, okay. I'm not saying I'm fine with no, let get rid of them. No, I, I'm I'm okay with it. It'll reduce my levels of cortisol for a couple years. But it's uh, right. you're, as, just, you're just flat out better, better coached, uh, better players. Uh, that's just what I saw. I mean, I would really let them back into that game for no reason. Just exactly, basically, kind of just like uh, complacency. They're complacent to. They're like, well, Nebraska is literally never going to score, and they didn't. What they scored like what a defensive touchdown? Yeah, pick six. Yeah, so they just not making the cut. No, I don't know. Can we? Is there a way to get rid of Northwestern in Illinois? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. I would really like to get rid of the Northwesterns. Hmm. They're annoying to play. What is Kenton is stomping on something? Sorry, there's a spider, and it was not a normal one. That freaked me out. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. He oh stood God. up even. Just committed oh. to murder. Um, I found some papers. Hopefully they weren't important. I dropped them on the spider and stomped on it. I'm not looking under there. Not so doing it. Could, could be alive. It's probably uh, multiplied. Each part that you broke off is now uh, a new spider. Oh, I have a story about that. It was it's horrifying. So, quick side note: um, when I lived at my apartment in Ames, um, there was like a really fat spider, and I am unashamed in my fear of them. Um, snakes don't get me, but spiders really do. I hate spiders. And so, uh, my girlfriend at the time, I said, um, "Hey, would you like take a shoe and just..." Go over there and smash it. So she's, she's like, yeah. And uh, she takes the shoe and smashes it. And the spider was pregnant. 
And oh. all these little spiders came flying out. And I have never forgotten it. Really oh, never no. healed. That's oh, no. gross. No, it was awful. Oh. Yeah. That's you, unsettling. Did you set the place on fire afterwards? Uh, I only lived there for a year, so I guess yeah. I moved away. Oh, damn. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, that's probably enough about um, the, uh, the Midwest, uh, the rivalry week. Um, I guess I could mention Iowa State real briefly, but basically they didn't play well enough to win. Uh, they've always struggled against Kansas State. Um, they, I really like Brock Purdy. He's gotten a lot better. He's really fun to watch, um, but they just don't have all the parts in place. Uh, the, real, the thing I really want to talk about next is the uh, the Egg Bowl between Mississippi and Mississippi State. Um, oh, my. Did you guys see this ending? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What are you guys' thoughts on uh, allowing college players to celebrate touchdowns? I don't know. I you're, It's never going to happen because the NCAA has such a – stranglehold on what college athletes do it won't even let them use their own names <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know i am i go ahead for i'm for it um but i mean you can't be urinating on things that's that's too far. That draws the line. What if he was Sir Randy Moss fake moon? That's probably too far, too. I'm sorry. You know like, what? Anything I, I was... in the swimsuit area is too far. Well, yeah. no, too, Not too many gyrations, either. So you, you can't do the milkshake dance in the... The milkshake dance? Well, at the end of Dodgeball, Ben Seller. Oh, yes. Okay. Can't yeah. do that, either. <laughs> no. no I, um... I get that for the listeners that didn't see it, um, it was miss. It was Ole Miss, right? Ole Miss scores yes. to yes. Um, potentially tie the game. They just need the extra point. But after the touchdown, this guy gets on all fours and lifts up a leg like he's peeing like a dog. They move the ball back. Kicker mixes the extra point. They don't go to overtime. Um, uh, what's interesting about that is the line was one and a half. And so actually Mississippi oh. covered by doing that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, right. that's kind of funny. Um, but anyway, what was he referencing other than like a dog? But is there like the bulldog story? I don't know. Oh, okay. Mississippi State Bulldogs. I'm actually mm. Nate. I I'm surprised. I'm for it. I think uh, we should allow team celebrations, individual celebrations. Uh, it should just be like the NFL. I mean, like team urinating celebrations. That's, that's fine. That would be weird, but be cool to me um, because. <laughs> Here are the here are these kids like living out their dreams. They get a score yeah. touchdown on national television, um, and we're like, "Oh no, you can't be too happy on camera." <laughs> I, that, okay. that is the most I, backwards I, thing. I do agree with some of that. Yeah, football. and there's Can a lot of bad me? things in football. Yeah, you've, like Jacob, if you were like me. a fullback and you scored a touchdown, and you want to, I might want to urinate on something. Yards. <laughs> You're right. I mean, I should have the right to piss wherever I want. Well, yeah. I, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to be facetious. You actually make a great point. You know that, how they stop that? Don't let him score. It's true. <laughs> or if what are the well gosh, I I hate to think how the Mississippi State Bulldogs would mock the re- running rebels or whatever oh, they are. Oh, okay. rebels oh, no. Confederacy. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe we should change that mascot. Has anyone talked about that? Uh, states' rights can't do it. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, sorry. They're the old Mississippi states' rights team. <laughs> um, no, but I mean to kind of piggyback off your point. That's I've never kind of thought about that. You know, you can't like, be too happy. I I, I can see it if they're like. Pointing one person out or being yeah. derogatory to one person or something, or, or even a team, I guess. But a dog peeing, I, like, I don't know. I How say do keep keep the taunting rule in there. And if you want to construe that as taunting because they're mocking their mascot, then, yeah, that's fine. Sure. That's, that's taunting. Throw the flag. And if you if I were to, like, go up to another player, like, point at him, 
um, like that guy does in Remember the Titans. <laughs> right. Which is clearly taunting. Coach, yeah, clearly taunting. <laughs> or like Keith Duncan did to Scott Frost by blowing right. a kiss. That's taunting. That is. Um, yes. Absolutely. But um, these people should be coming up with very clever. Um, we let college basketball players do it on the bench. Like some kid throws down a dunk and the, the bench players like start doing crazy stuff. And yeah, no one, it's no one time for the, on. Right. It's a time for the know. white guys to get creative. It's not a technical on the bench. So we could be seeing a lot of creative stuff. And instead we're letting it, we're stopping it so that that, that iron bowl lasted over four hours. Am I wrong? No, it was, it was forever. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to hear that. Like this stuff is to save time because that iron bowl was epic. It was probably the best iron bowl that I've seen in my lifetime. I know people will argue the kick six was uh, terrific. That was, great. that was just, that wasn't the same as this game. This this game is was just really fun, but it lasted way too long. And I'm glad, so uh, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm sure we've seen the video of the um, female jumping into the the, the hedges <laughs> oh, afterwards yes. and just getting swallowed up by them. <laughs> what? What was your what? thought process? Why? Why Let me go first okay. into these? Like okay, I get it. It was a terrible decision, but why is there landscaping on the field? You know, that's what a good point. Like, at Notre Dame Stadium, they have that too. They have these like flower beds, um, not all the way around, but like from like the twenty to the twenty, they have these flower beds. So when people rush the field, they like can't run through the flowers. Maybe they have before. I don't know, but well, is it okay? So I always get this mixed up. Are are they the between the hedges or is that Georgia or do both have them? Georgia. So Zach both hedges. But Auburn also has hedges. So they both have landscaping. Is this a, yes. an SEC thing? Uh, is this let's just Chip and Joanna out there redoing you know, stadiums? Maybe, maybe nicer Put weather. Some, they can afford to let's have ship lap up. <laughs> I think I would love it at. At Jack Trice, if we could keep it alive during the cold times, you know, I did see an maple trees up (laughs) between the soft maples. (laughs) I did see an interesting tweet about SEC fans versus Big Ten fans, and it was a couple shots of fans at the Iron Bowl, and they're in short sleeves and sunglasses and polos and vests, and then it cuts to uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota and they're oh. decked <laughs> out in Carhartts and <laughs> someone's got a yeah, someone's got a Hulk Hogan mustache and he's got a dead fox hat on his head. Oh, it's great. Or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. my, fav- my favorite line was the Big Ten just slaps a little differently. I'm glad you brought up the uh, Wisconsin-Minnesota game. Minnesota kind of is who we thought they were. Honestly, um, I think there's a lot of good teams that would match up well against Minnesota and be a really exciting game. Wisconsin is not one of them. Uh, Wisconsin is just better. Um, I would love to see – it's not going to happen because of their records, but I would love to see Iowa State-Minnesota in a bowl game. Um, I think they would match up really well. It'd be The over-under might be 71. Uh, I think it could be really great, but that's not going to happen. But uh, think, Nate, congrats. The Wisconsin Badgers are Big Ten West former legends champs. Or wait, it was the leaders. <laughs> we were <laughs> legends. Was legends. Oh, we were legends. We, we yes. were legends. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Esports League of Legends people sued them, I think, is how that changed. That, so. That's what happened, yeah. <laughs> oh. But yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think uh, they probably aren't going to beat Ohio State? So nope. where are they headed after that? Are they nope. headed to Rose Bowl? No. Well, see, they might get – okay, the AP poll has Wisconsin at 10, Penn State at 12. And so the Rose Bowl will take the, the second highest Big Ten team, mm-hmm. you know, assuming Ohio State goes to the playoff. And I guess we'll find out when the rankings come out Tuesday night. But assuming Wisconsin's ahead of Penn State, they would be in position to go to the Rose Bowl. But assuming they lose to Ohio State, they could drop below Penn State, getting penalized, 
and then get kicked uh, out of the New Year's Six. See, I think that's a that's you got to kind of look so, at Championship Week with a grain of salt. I think you right. know if you've got Ohio State and Wisconsin playing, and Wisconsin loses to the number one team in the nation, like I don't think that should drop them below and eliminate them from playing. playing. Yeah, eliminate them from playing in the Rose Bowl. Arguably the Big Ten's best bowl aside from right. the playoffs, you know, sim- simply because they put in the work and got there. Who mm-hmm. was Penn State's second loss? They Ohio State. No, I okay. What was their other loss? I guess Minnesota. I that Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's right. Basically, Wisconsin, Penn State are essentially the same team, but. Yeah. Uh, you kind of have to give the nod to Wisconsin, I would think, for the Rose Bowl. Um, you, you have to. It'd be a travesty not to. Yeah. We'll see what happens. It's it's going to be a tail kicking on Saturday, but it is what it is, I guess. But, uh, no, they, <laughs> at the start of that Wisconsin-Minnesota game, I was like, oh, no. Hey, here we go. I have uh, – the uh, rumors I've been hearing is that Iowa's headed to the Gator Bowl. Uh, looks like maybe Tennessee, Iowa, Tennessee. Oh, which... oh no! Oh no! It's a PTSD. <laughs> Not again. And then, uh, and then um, I see Iowa State in the Liberty Bowl on New Year's Eve. Uh, classic New Year's Eve game. Is that Memphis? Yeah, in Memphis against Mississippi State. Uh, this is just a project. Oh, I would they get do a cyclone? Oh. Didn't uh, didn't Iowa State? They had just a pretty jolly good time last time they went to Memphis, didn't they? Uh, they always have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they always win. Not often. Is that against Paxton Lynch in Memphis? I, Memphis? I also see um, Iowa State versus Kentucky in the in that bowl. Oh, um, I also bad. another projection is Iowa on lowly December twenty seventh in the Holiday Bowl mm. against Arizona State. Oh, against Eno. So, oh, that's right. That's that's a yeah. good problem story. They might line that up. But I, 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 I was saying, of course, we know. play later, December thirty first. The date of the game is very important. <laughs> Everyone, look, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I haven't watched a whole lot of Tennessee, but I just remember the last time we played them, and oh my was no fun um i don't know i I think iowa historically matches up well against sec teams and i think it's because they're disciplined but anyway that's neither here nor there yeah um well let's talk about um the last thing here on this uh state of the union which is the fourth team in the college football playoff uh let's assume that lsu Ohio State and Clemson move on, um, barring you know re- what would really be unexpected. But then we need a, a fourth spot. Although if I put LSU in there, it kind of eliminates Georgia. Uh, but what do you guys think? Who's going to take the fourth spot um, come in a couple weeks here? Boy, again, uh, again, I don't. I don't think a team should really be penalized for losing to a a hard opponent in a conference championship game. Uh, That being said, I mean, you've got Utah who will need to play a conference championship game. You've got uh, Oklahoma. Does the big 12 have a championship game or are they still one true champion? (laughs) Well, they're still one true champion, but yes, it's Baylor, Oklahoma next weekend. Um, so, I mean, but the, the good news is, is that those two teams have an opportunity to take care of business. Um, so I think, I think LSU is in regardless. Uh, I think a Georgia loss, assuming Utah, um, assuming Utah wins, I would say that they're in, um, but Let's see who's Utah playing again? They play Oregon, they but play Oregon, Oregon just lost to 
Arizona State. Yeah, it's a killer. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it didn't help Utah at all, and it obviously killed Oregon. So, so it's still kind of a it's a story of of what ifs here. But I mean, you're looking at a sixth rank Oklahoma team beating the eighth ranked Baylor team. Um, so, do you give it to Oklahoma? Do you give it to Utah? Um, my gut says. Oklahoma because they want big name programs in there. Right. I should that's, look who's on the committee, but that's pretty fair. But if but, it's but, Baylor it, versus Utah, true. I don't know. I, you know, Baylor would have a win over Oklahoma. How, what, when was, what, sorry, I just, Full stroked out there, but what was the last Pac-12 team to be in? Was it Washington? I think so. Yeah. Was that just last year, or was that? Oh, I mean, oh, no. they've only had one in, right? Right. And it was Washington. So the Pac-12 has been getting kind of snuffed here. So I could see them playing either the big name narrative with Oklahoma. Or playing the outsider with, I mean, I guess you'd call it outsider with the the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. So you you can really see two ways. My guts on Oklahoma. <laughs> All right. So I'm I pulled up the uh, selection committee on here. The chair is the athletic director at the University of Oregon, Gary oh. Barda. Mm. Gary uh. Barda is on the committee. Gary the Barda can. <laughs> the athletic director at the University of Iowa. Yeah, assuming um, he doesn't have any lawsuits when he's in yeah, the athletic freaking... director of the University of Oklahoma is on the committee. Oh, that's convenient. How does um, that work though? They'd have to abstain, wouldn't they? Yeah. Uh, not in our democracy today. 2016 changed <laughs> the rules, so you can do whatever you want now. All right. Um, but uh, here's what I'm thinking. I I totally agree with your Oklahoma standpoint. Um. But I just really feel like they're going to go Utah. Uh, I just really feel that. I feel that George is going to come up short. Um, and then they're going to be in a really good fade spot for their bowl game because we know SEC teams do not try in their bowl game uh, that are in contention for the playoff. But um, I'm going with Utah. Hmm. One. How about... I don't know. You can't ignore the Pac-12 forever, too. You know, I mean, yeah. they, they've got a sneak, they've got a good shot here with with Utah. Um, yeah, I, I'm just saying, gut feeling. I have no premise to back it up. It is what it is. Take it or leave it. Of of all the people on the committee, guess how many were um, former football coaches. Three, three, six, nine, twelve. There's thirteen people. Uh, three. Nate. Mm, five. There's three. Mm, oh, uh, out good. of out of a college football playoff committee, wouldn't you hope there was more football coaches? Yes. That's that's why I think they're they're not going to go like a traditional route. I, I think the clearest path is that Oklahoma jumps. Um, although if you guys remember a few years ago, TCU was ranked third. They beat Iowa State in their last game by 35 or 40 points and fell to fifth. Mm, that's right. Yeah. And there there wasn't a big 12 championship game. I just yeah. use air quotes for people who can't see me. Yep. They left TCU out. That's tough. Yeah, I think the theme of the weekend will be style points, though. Um, these teams are gonna have to win. In good fashion, so I don't think anybody's gonna let off the gas. Should make for some exciting football. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about how the year is going. Um, with that, let's move into um, our next section, Nate. I don't think you don't have a three and out this time, do you? Nope. Well, I nope, got something no. for us. Um, oh, excellent! It's just a, a one and out, a pick six, if you will. <laughs> I don't know. Punt. On first down. Punt. I have one punt. 
which is, are you guys hanging up Christmas lights? And uh, do you have any special thoughts about decorating oh. your house? The Christmas we better lights? start with St. Nick. That's you, Jacob. Is that me? Oh, yeah. that's me. I, I, Mr. Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's I, okay. <laughs> I love Christmas lights. I love the ambiance of them. I think that they make a great atmosphere. Currently sitting in my basement, I've got two Christmas trees up here right now. The wreath behind me on the fireplace mantle. It's a lovely atmosphere. Um, I, however, have been regulated to only being able to decorate the downstairs. Oh. Now, what about the outside of your house, though? The outside has nothing. Oh. But, well, we're kind of different. We've got like a three seasons room. Um, it's, it's not heated. What so. seasons left out? Oh, uh, what's, I guess, <laughs> I guess it's four. I guess we use it all year round, but it's not heated, but there is a Christmas tree up there. My wife and I have some different opinions as far as how it should be decorated. She has a little <laughs> bit more in your face style of decorating. Uh, we'll leave it in at your that. Face. Yeah, it's a lot more brackish. <laughs> uh, um, but I don't like, um, I don't like colored lights. I don't like icicle lights. I just want standard white minis. White minis. All over. Hmm. Yep. So are you gonna are you gonna hang them up on the outside of your house or no? No, that seems like way too much work. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, we've got the porch people can see them in. But the outside is what counts. Well, That's what I've always can, been told. They can see my my inside on the outside. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Well, because huh. the the four seasons room has all, windows all the way around it. Hmm. So we put a tree up, boom, it's like the, it's like the trees outside. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, Nate, down in Texas, uh, what are you doing? Yes, um, my lights are up. Um, I actually put them up. I, I feel bad for doing this, but they were up the week before Thanksgiving uh, just because I had the time and it was 70 degrees out. So I was like, oh, <laughs> let's, let's, let's put them up now. Incorrigible. And, uh, so I, uh, you know, I did, did the roof line um, with some GE color changing. They have a remote, different functions. Uh, that is fun. Uh, wrap the trees in the front a little bit with white minis. Yes. And um, then we have a very long fence because um, we're on the corner and we hung up some garland and bows on it with more white minis. White minis. So, Come on. So uh, wow, that sounds like really good. It's it's okay. Um, I would like to do more, but I'm just trying to figure out what it's. Uh, yeah, I uh, hmm. I have a small take on this. I feel like cell phones have destroyed um, Chris outdoor Christmas displays. I think I can prove it. Wait, what? Um, <laughs> as our generation millennials gets to be older and homeowners, and uh, okay. in, the, in the majority of the homeownership. We, um, I think I'm, I'm seeing a lot less Christmas displays. And I think about like the plot of Christmas Vacation, which by the way is an overrated movie. People are like, oh, I love Christmas Vacation. Gosh, it's still overrated. I guess it's better. Um, well, I don't know. Chevy Chase is funny, but like, man, I don't know. It, what. It's all right. Man, right. Okay. it's not like great. It's good. It's good. Man, it's yeah. okay. I'll take, I'll take It's a Wonderful Life any day. But the, me too. The plot of that movie, along with a lot of other Christmas themed movies, is like the dad is delusional with how much <laughs> Christmas lights he wants to put on the house. Now, right. I, I also I feel that I feel like it's maybe a, a male female thing. I don't want to want to draw lines, you know. Not uh, today's society. No. I know, but I'm going to. I, I feel like I do have that instinct of I want to cover. I want to have the best display. Um, this was like the whole plot of home improvement, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, but I just like Jacob mentioned it. It's, it's part of it is I don't want to work that hard. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the other part of it is I am just lazy millennials. I am just too distracted by my cell phone and all these other things going on to like go do it. So mm-hmm. my point is cell phones have ruined the Christmas display. Hopefully our listeners call in with voicemails about that. That's interesting. Cell phones have ruined Christmas. Wow, that altogether. Was quite, quite well, the that, there, well, they're borderline ruining Christmas. If we want to get into that, my other point is when you guys get together, uh, you, we just got together with your families for Thanksgiving. How much were other family members on their phones at all during it? Um, I, um, I'm willing to bet more than zero, and uh, I think it is augmenting or changing the family dynamic. Interesting. And it's not for the better. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Get, I there, agree. There's something. Oh, okay, not to Thanksgiving. Um, I had a relative go. Well, probably get in trouble. But uh, which Democratic candidate do you like? Oh no! And, uh, I knew no. he's a conservative, and uh, I knew that because when Joe Biden commercial came on, he's like, no, 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 <laughs> no, out loud. Um. So not not a Biden fan. Uh, I really rode the fence really hard, like a politician. So anyway, that's my story. <laughs> okay, I want to go back to the Christmas decorating outdoors. Yeah, um, I want to yeah. have a display like you, Nate. I want to. I mean, it's nothing over the top. It it sounds like it, but it's not. Um, you have you guys seen the the laser things? People just stick in their front yard and then they just oh, shine it on their house. Oh, that's think about that too. That is not okay. That's <laughs> lazier than me not putting things up. I agree. I just well, don't do it at all. I what? don't like the way it looks. Personally, is what I will say. It no. I like I, to be sensible with my lights. <laughs> Yeah, but you haven't put me up outside. (laughs) Exactly. Hold. Hear me out here. Okay, I will. So you can see the lights that we have from the outside. All right. So you know, you drive by and you think, "Oh, these people like Christmas." I can see their decorations, but it's not in your face. And the whole laser display or the giant inflatables are kind of an in-your-face type of thing. Oh, yeah. I think you're I, right. Inflatables go into that category, too. I yeah. hate it. Oh. Um, so, I like, you know, I come home. My tree is lit up in the, the Four Seasons room. I walk downstairs. I can turn on my, my Christmas trees and... Just feel happier. Do you have them on a timer? Uh, not you... a timer. They're actually they're on a remote. Oh. I have a timer. I have a timer. It's pretty handy. Indoor timer? Yes. You... My indoor lights are on an indoor timer. So you do not have outdoor my lights in... up? No. I, like I said, I really want to. That, my next question was going to be, what would you guys think of me if I paid a company to come out and put them up for me? Well, that's what everyone does down here. Well, not me. I know, but is that acceptable? Not here, no. (laughs) (laughs) They charge like per light. I don't know what they charge. I haven't seen an estimate. It's the same people that um, come out and like aerated my lawn. I had my lawn aerated for the first time ever. And they sent me like, which was smart. They sent me a brochure. They're like, our our lawn care season is done, but we'd love to do your lights. And I was like, well, they did a pretty good job poking holes in my lawn. So <laughs> poked him in my house now, <laughs> but I, I don't. I didn't get an estimate. They charge per light. What kind of crazy pricing strategy? Uh, is that? Stupid. Well, I don't know if I trust them around my roof and gutters, and I don't know if you trust them. No, man. I you might need therapy, man. They're not certified roofers. What are they gonna? Well, start <laughs> sliding things under my shingles. You think they're just gonna like pour water in your gutters and ice them up? <laughs> you never know. Well, I could see him put leaves in. I could, I could see him putting ladders on my seamless gutters and denting them. Oh, yeah, seamless gutters. Yeah, insert the back door. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds nice. I'd like some nice gutters like that. Hmm. Well, they don't come free, Kenton. <laughs> One day. <laughs> hmm. No, I think um, you should decorate your house. So at least a I little. Know. So. 
Um, in a white elephant exchange, I got this like uh, three foot tall white ceramic bear. He's wearing like a puffy coat and he's carrying a lantern. Like uh, okay, bring a torch for Jeanette Isabella Christmas song, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's like he's okay. going into the Christmas cave or something. Okay, and uh, I should take a picture. He's he's wearing a beanie, like a fluffy hat, like a uh, beanie. He's a millennial and bear. I Tucker really want to like complete the scene. Like I, there's a window that. Like he stands in front of, oh, I just, I still have my summer like patio furniture on my front porch. <laughs> <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I just moved mine into the Four Seasons room. So, well, you know, Iowa is seasonably warm in late November. I, yeah. It's totally acceptable. I've just put a space heater out there and it's, <laughs> it's dandy. I got a little mini TV. We put a little fireplace on out there. It's quite lovely. I can't believe you don't decorate the outside of your house, though. Yeah, I'm uh, also in that category. When you've, when you've had the roofing problems I have, you tend to only go up there if there's a catastrophe. Wait, you think you're going to fall through the roof? Yes. Oh. Hmm. Well. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Well, thanks for uh, following me on that punt. There, we're gonna head into uh, whatever you're calling this. Kenton's makes bets segment now. <laughs> Kenton, Kenton, Kenton makes bets. Called, Kenton's intervention. Yeah, gosh, <laughs> I need it. So I was uh, mentioned before we got onto the recording. Um, I was really looking forward to a really uh, exciting, lucrative weekend. But it looks like I'm going to lose a little bit of money. And it all came down to Iowa not covering the spread. Everything flipped. I was doing really good on Thursday. And then Friday, that just all fell apart. And it started right there. So the mm. Hawks screw me again. Cool. Um, all right. But I have some uh, lines for a college championship weekend. So um, I got some picks for us. Uh, Clemson is laying 29 to the Virginia Cavaliers. Uh, I like the Cavaliers to cover the 29, not just because it's a lot of points, uh, but because Virginia's had um, a really good year. They're 9-3. and three. Uh, Clemson is already into the playoff, and they don't need the style points. Um, I guess you could say they're jockeying for the top two position, right. but that's just not likely, and they should know that at this point. Um, LSU will not move from number one. I suppose if they lost, then then they would. Um, but even if that happens, Clemson may not still not be number two. I don't know. That'd be weird. So I like Virginia in that game. Um, Ohio state is laying 16 and a half points to Wisconsin. And, um, I like the Buckeyes in that one. Um, if the Buckeyes don't turn it over three times in a row, they cover against Penn state. Um, they really had no problem against Michigan and Wisconsin and, and I, I see a lot of similarities between Penn State, Michigan, and Wisconsin. So sorry, Nate, but I like Austin Ohio Truth. State. That's true. I like Ohio State by um, sixteen and a half. And just so we're clear, um, I had some a listener uh, tell me to explain betting a little bit further. So when I say they're laying the points, that means in order for, if you bet on Ohio State minus sixteen and a half, in order for your bet to win, they have to win by seventeen points or more. So. Uh, Maybe on a future podcast, I'll explain. You can bet on just Ohio State to win, um, but then your payout is different. So those are my two picks. Uh, just for the casual listener, Oklahoma is favored by 9.5 over Baylor. LSU is minus 6 over Georgia. And Utah is minus 6.5 over Oregon. I think I'll be looking to bet Utah live in that game um, yeah. over Oregon. Maybe Oregon comes down and scores first. Uh, I, then I, I would love to bet on Utah in that situation. That could be a fun one. Yeah, that's uh, December 6th at 8 p.m. So there you go. It's not a Friday night? I think that's Friday night. Friday night, yeah. Well, Friday action. Come on. So there you go. And uh, as we get a little bit closer, I'll be talking about uh, basketball wagers. Um, yeah, so uh, that's what I got for this week. Uh, what do you guys have in your week ahead? And we'll... We'll close this thing out. You know, this is what I'm looking forward to the most with this championship weekend coming up is the 
Dr. Pepper football toss. Oh, mm. yeah. I love watching the Dr. Pepper football toss. Uh, ever since, and this was many years ago, I watched a 20-something-year-old girl cry, sobbing, saying, quote, Dr. Pepper is seriously the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I thought, wow, what love for a soft drink. Um, and ever since then, I've just been captivated by it. And I love it. And uh, you can clearly see the the um, the preparation that goes into it. No one's throwing it like an actual football. Uh, they're all chess passing it because it's all about speed, not necessarily accuracy. I know you have to get it in there, but I mean. The more opportunities you get. Um, so that's what I'm really looking forward to is the Dr. Pepper football toss challenge. Yeah, I had a different one. Uh, for instance, my um, daughter's having her fourth birthday this weekend, but uh, yours, you really convinced me yours is much better. Yours is a really good <laughs> idea. It's great. Um, I have been joking around work that I'm a Bernie fan to get a rise out of people. Oh, and if wow. you guys ever want people to get like annoyed right away and upset instantly, just say you're like for Bernie Sanders with a state face. People have a visceral reaction to that dude. Um, but I think the problem with saying it for so many weeks now is it's starting to become true. Um, so what I like about the Dr. Pepper thing is that both kids get some scholarship money. <laughs> but what does it say about our student debt crisis that in order to like have less debt, you need to chest pass or shot put foot oblong shaped balls into a Dr. Pepper can. <laughs> Seriously, think, the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. But it's, it's the perfect competition because they pick people who are not necessarily skilled and Clearly, yeah. you don't have to throw a spiral. Like that's the best part. People complain about it, but that's the best part. There's different mm -hmm. ways to flip the ball into the thing. Oh, you know what would be even better if, if like this year they made them like long snap it. They put them like seven yards away and you had to snap oh, it God. between your legs. No way. Oh my. No. The winner, it might be one to zero. Maybe. Great. Maybe. And then one. they'd be come out and be like, no, I can afford like a $400 a month apartment because I got <laughs> crushed by my student loan debt. <laughs> oh, yeah. And also, uh, my daughter has her four year old birthday party. I am really excited about it. There's going to be a balloon artist. Um, sort of a long story that I'll tell in a short version. I won it in a uh, silent auction. My first ever silent auction win. You won the even... balloon artist. Yeah. So it was for charity. And, in your basement. Uh, just kind of walking around. It's like, oh, my daughter's birthday is coming up. Um, let's just see if this number sticks. And it did. Apparently, no one else wanted a balloon artist. So oh, that's awesome. Winning is. I never win those is, things. God, I donated money to charity. Right. You a bicycle funny man. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll see who shows up. Um, we'll see what kind of balloon I ask for. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> What do you mean you can't make a dog? And he just like, oh, it's supposed to be a hot dog. Yeah. And this is like a balloon. I know <laughs> I that know. Um, approximately 120 seconds after the balloon artist walking out the door, my daughter's balloon, like crown or whatever, will pop and the <laughs> fun will end. <laughs> so I'm bracing well, myself for that hurricane. At least you can enjoy an ice cold Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Um, I guess I, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, enjoying my new TV Black Friday purchase. Uh, don't have much expectations for the Big Ten Championship, but you know, we'll watch. Um, going on my second week of no Facebook on my phone, which has been um a trip. Um, looking and forward to you week. got you got uh, your Christmas lights up, further proving my point. Yes, and they are on a timer, so by the time I get home from work, guess what? The house will be lit up, and it'll be wonderful. So, um, but that's about it, really. You know what? I'm I'm going to delete Facebook from my phone right now, and I want you guys all to watch here. 
as I oh, do it. I watch I'm, I've been needing this. I'm ready, brother. Needing this to just pull the trigger. You can do it. And I'm going to, you see, we got the delete app up. Yep. There, it is. there she is. Oh, it's going to, it's going to ask you, do you want to do it? Boom. Gone. Oh, it's gone. It's, it's not there. I feel I lighter that. already. You're not even, uh, you won't even know tomorrow. I know what my relatives are complaining about in politics. <laughs> well, you know, tip certain people so much at restaurants. It's, you know, at Christmas, it's just going to be a whole new trip because you're not going to know what they're upset about. Yeah, I haven't. This is a backdoor brag. I haven't had it on my phone for a while. And mm. uh, it's awesome. Now I just got to tick. Uh, I got to kick the um, t- uh, I can't say it. Twitter. <laughs> Almost said Tinder. That doesn't even make no. sense. I gotta kick the uh, Twitter addiction. No way. Uh, can't can't quit harder. it. So but. sorry, Santa. I won't have my lights up because I have to see what people are saying on Twitter. <laughs> oh Lord. Well, thanks guys uh, for doing this on your Thanksgiving break. Hope you uh, do well back at work, and hope our listeners enjoy. Godspeed. Bye.